Hello, testing, testing. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, again, I hope everybody can hear me now. What had happened, uh, it does this every time, and I always forget to check the settings. The, uh, the computer does an uh, automatic update, and when it does, it screws with my program that allows us to stream out. So I apologize, but hopefully everybody can hear me now. So, all right, good, good. If you ever say she can hear me now, well, that's good. So let me start over again. Uh, good morning to Christy Leolis, Darlene Barker, and Jennifer Honeycutt. Appreciate you all uh, tuning in and watching. And as I was saying, that uh, uh, I know that Mondays, as a rule, is not fun. And I know I'm sure everybody just not excited to uh, to get the day going. But nonetheless, we've got to put our best foot forward. And uh, apparently, my wife is dropping stuff. But uh, so put your best foot forward and uh, do the best that we can. Uh, and uh, uh, but anyway, uh, do everybody's doing well. And I was talking about uh, where Darlene was uh, mentioned. Roger Winters Murphy passed away sadly, and he's a good man. And uh, just that uh, we need to do. We do need to be praying for his family. So uh, apologize for the inconvenience. Hopefully now we can get going on the uh, on the right track here. So, all right, well, let's go ahead and stand. Let's do our pledge of allegiance, if we may. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right. And good morning to Tracy Little. Thank you for tuning in as well. Well, my friends, you know, always uh, when I start the devotions, I always start out with a little political commentary, and then I just feel led to do that. Until the Lord says otherwise, or lays my heart to do otherwise, then I will continue to do so. And the reason why I do that is because, as a pastor, I think things need to be called out. I think there's a lack of pastors who refuse uh, to hit on anything political. And, uh, and to me, it is a detriment to their congregants because they don't. And I've actually had people to, good morning, Karen Smith, to leave the church, get mad and upset because of, um, we were willing to speak on political matters and feel that it has no place in, uh, with church. But, you know, when you look at, particularly when you look at um, uh, the Good Samaritan, I mean, what... Uh, it's a definite illustration of uh, political, uh, socioeconomical, uh, looking at race. Uh, you know, that right there explains a lot of uh, what was being focused on uh, in the Bible alone. And there was the, what was known as the black robe garb uh, in the, um, uh, during the Revolutionary War, where ministers stood together and they would stand against uh, the tyranny uh, that was presented against the United States. And I feel like as a pastor, when there are, there are these things out there that are in complete contradiction to the things of the Bible, the things that need to be called out, then we have a responsibility to do so. I and mean, if that goes against your sensibilities, then so be it. But I have to stand on the whole Word of God, and I have to give an account. And if I whitewash and, and just sidestep and just you know water down things because I don't I think it's going to hurt your feelings or upset you, then you know that's like I was talking about maybe get last night. Tough love, you know. That's you know we. You know, if you see someone in danger, you don't sit there and say, well, I'd like to say something about the Mack truck that's about to run them down, but I don't want to scare them. I don't want to startle them. It might upset them a little bit and watch them get mowed down. That would be 
insane. You know, so we're seeing people going to hell. We're seeing people being led astray and to sit back and do nothing because we don't want to offend is insanity. So that's why I call these things out. And that's like yesterday, that's why I made the post about uh, Bruce Jenner and how he is uh, mentally, spiritually ill. And uh, and so far I've had good response. Uh, I did have on a, uh, I have a, my Fighting for Traditional American Values page and I did have one individual who went off the deep end on me. I said to ban him. It wouldn't even, even worth the time to respond. Uh, but, you know, that's one area that uh, we're, we're having a real problem with is all this woke baloney. And, uh, you know, everybody, everything has to be inclusive. Uh, you know, just like I was reading the article this morning, they're wanting, Disney's wanting to do a new Fantastic Four movie, but they said they want to make sure that it is inclusive and that they have those of color represented in blah, blah, women, whatever, man. You know, I don't care if it's an all-female cast. I don't care if it's an all-black cast or Latino, Chinese, whatever. They need to concentrate more on writing good stories and don't worry about all the baloney of trying to include every flipping thing out there. It's just, it's, that's what's ruining everything. Uh, it's, 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 you can't have good storylines and things that are entertaining without the fact of political... Uh, garbage infiltrating everything you watch and see anymore. I don't. There was a commercial on the other day. I just anybody wanted to just throw up uh, how they were just trying to normalize homosexuality. It's just I'm just sick of it. But I think a lot of you are sick of it as well, and I'm tired of it. But I was watching a Matt Walsh video this morning and talking about how Disney now is uh, allowing their uh, employees to express themselves and show their tattoos. And he made a good point. You don't go to Disney to watch. Joe Blow from St. Petersburg, Florida, to express himself. You go there for the experience. You go there for uh, the characters and things that are there. You know, he, he made a good point. Is you know, it's like if he's an employee at a McDonald's. Uh, you know, he doesn't change the recipe to the Big Mac just because he wants to express himself. People are there to get the Big Mac. You know, and you know, so we see how the world is shifting further and further from way from the way of God and from the Bible, and uh, we're we're seeing that that paradigm shift. Uh, away, and that's one thing I was talking about last night. For those who may have been there or or, tuned, or uh, may have watched live online, you know, uh, one of the things I was talking about with Deuteronomy is that when you follow God's law, when you follow God's commandments, you will be blessed. But when you disobey those things, you will be punished. And you know, uh, you can't help but think of Rome, who decayed from within, and we're seeing that decay, this that, this rot of sin. Uh, destroying the fabric of our country and it begs to wonder where are we headed what's going to happen you know we see in Cuba uh, the uprising they're sick of the communism they're sick of living in poverty what do you think they're killing ourselves trying to get to our country and yet the very thing that we should be against are those who are in office who want to push us into a socialist and then which is a step away from communism and I don't get it we live one of the greatest countries that we are the greatest country in the world we have more freedoms than you could ever imagine, but yet they want to push us in another area. But see, when, you know, everything you, you look at anymore has to be inclusive. Everything has to be inclusive. The one thing that we can count on the fact is that God's word is exclusive. And that's a word that people don't want to hear. Oh, something, something shouldn't be exclusive. Well, God's word is exclusive. And there's only one way to heaven, and that's through Jesus Christ alone. No man come to the Father except through him. Only through Jesus Christ alone are you getting to heaven. I don't care if you're Muslim, Buddhist, I don't care if you're Jehovah's Witness, Mormon. I don't you know, it doesn't matter what you want to believe. People have this erroneous idea that if I'm a good person, then I'm God's gonna let me into heaven. 
No, that is not going to happen. And there's going to be a lot of good people in hell. There's some people because they're there telling the church doors are open, they're going to heaven. Until you have prayed and accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, repented of your sins, then that is the only way you will gain entrance into heaven. You cannot be benevolent enough. You cannot be rich enough. You cannot be good enough. And I don't care, you know, and there's um, this universalist idea. Uh, Rob Love, uh, he's out of this uh, secret sensitive uh, type of uh, uh, ideal and this universalist that all religions, uh, despite what you believe, you know, you're, you're going to make your way into heaven. It's just it's baloney. Jesus said it very clearly and plainly. There is only one way to heaven alone, and that is it. And I've had people say, well, Matt, you were saying the, the good little Muslim and the, and the good little uh, whatever Buddhist or Hindu or whatever, they're going to die and go to hell. Yes, they are. They are believing a false religion. And people say, well, that's not fair. They have the choice. Every man, woman, and child on this earth will have the opportunity to accept or reject Jesus Christ before going to heaven. Now, when it comes to children, obviously there's that age of accountability. They have to be at an age where they can understand. And, you know, and I've worked with a lot of people with special needs. You know, I understand that. There's, you know, if they can't understand, I think God makes allowances for those instances. But outside of that, you have to know Jesus Christ. You know, you have to really have, have had an understanding of what uh, Christ done, his atoning work on the cross, he rose again on the third day, and when you accept Christ into your heart, that's how you're getting to heaven, and that's it alone. And for those of us who are saved, those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as our personal and Savior, are, are, it doesn't end there. You know, I think some people think when they say the prayer of salvation, they come to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, everything's going to be hunky-dory, that they're going to have no more problems. In fact, quite the opposite, you're probably going to have more problems. See, Satan, he's not concerned. Uh, when you're brushing your teeth or eating your cereal, that doesn't bother him. You know, he's not after you at that point. But the fact that you're trying to live for Jesus daily, that was when he comes after you wholeheartedly. And that's when we look at our verse this morning, Luke 4:13, And we're talking about the temptation of Jesus. When the devil had finished tempting Jesus, he left him until the next opportunity came. So, you know, the, Satan is the tempter. And there's a distinct difference between us and Jesus for obviously uh, a... a plethora of reasons but uh, obviously one of the biggest things that Jesus you know you talk about anthropomorphism of man Jesus was fully God and he was fully man but here's the distinct na his nature that dis was distinctive was that he was not tainted with the uh, with the blood of sin that was carried down from us from Adam and Eve that he was did not have a fallen nature as we did but yet Jesus was still tempted see we didn't have the we don't have the ability to turn stone into bread as Jesus did but see, you know, we see that parallelism, again, going back a little bit to last night when I was talking about the parallel between the 40 years in the wilderness and Jesus' 40 days in the wilderness. And obviously Jesus was very hungry. And uh, what Satan was wanting to do was for Jesus to abuse his power. See, he wanted to, uh, to keep Christ for, for, from fulfilling his mission, uh, for God from establishing his kingdom. He wanted to prevent that. So he tempted Jesus every way possible. But how did Jesus fight back? He fought back by quoting scripture. And see, there, there, there's that detriment. You see, friends, you know, I got my Bible right here. The, the detriment to so many Christians who do not know their Bibles. And so, therefore, they cannot fight back when we're under that temptation. And we have those temptations. We have those trials. You know, that, sometimes that word temptation and trial is, is interchangeable. And sometimes through those temptations, God is putting us through those trials to see where we're at spiritually and if, how, where we're at, if we have that maturity as Christians to fight back. Now, obviously, 
Uh, nobody's going to be perfect. We're, we're, we all fall short of the, uh, the glory of God. We're all sin-filled. We're all going to mess up. But it doesn't neglect our responsibility as Christians to fight and to strive for the mind of Christ and fight against those temptations. And uh, brothers and sisters, I'm telling you right now, I'm tempted every single day. Sometimes I, I'm victorious, and sometimes I fall, and I fall bad. And, and then I put myself under that conviction of, Lord, forgive me, forgive me. You know, and it's just because that battle continues because the devil says, look what you've done. Look what you said. Look how you reacted. Look at your response. And so he wants to fill you with that guilt when we know that we are forgiven and God has let it go. And so we need to as well and keep moving forward. But the only way you're going to fight against temptation, see, because the old devil, I mean, look at David. I mean, here he is, uh, a man after God's own heart. And see, the devil's subtle. He knows our. He's got a. He's got a playbook. You know, if you played football or sports and like that, there's a, there's a playbook, and you know the different plays, and you 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 study the the other opposing team, and you watch how they do their plays and they execute uh, different things, uh, and, and how they, uh, I don't know, in their offense and defense and all that stuff. And uh, so they study and watch it. Let's see, the old devil, he studies, he watches, he knows what your temptation is. And you look at King David, you know, man after God's own heart. And typical day, he should have been out to war with the, with the rest of his military, but he decided to stay home for whatever reason. He's aging, he's getting older, maybe he's feeling less attractive. And uh, he's wandering around on the rooftop, and lo and behold, there is a naked woman. And instead of turning away his gaze, instead he focused on her. And what happened? He committed adultery, had her husband killed. Uh, they had a child, which uh, ended up dying. But uh, so you see uh, how easily the old devil attacks. He knows those weaknesses. He knows where to strike. He knows where to hit. He knows, you know, so you need to ask yourself, where am I most vulnerable at? When I'm at home alone, when I'm out driving by myself, and, you know, if I'm with certain people, you know, where are those, those, those areas that I know that I'm, I'm going to uh, mess up at? And so try to avoid those pitfalls and snares. But Jesus Christ was tempted every way that we ourselves will be tempted and are tempted. And Jesus, even though he's fully God, fully man, did not have that sin nature, he was able to fight back. Uh, still, God gives us, you know, even though we're, we, we are not perfect, most of our imagination, and we are of a fallen nature, uh, but God gives us the tools to make that way of escape. And that's only through studying and knowing God's word. So when that attack comes, we have that weapon, we have that arsenal to fight back. You know, my other cousin, uh, Jonas, uh, him and my other cousin, Josh, they do these, um, uh, once a week they get together and learn how to do this, um, uh, kind of like a, um, it's not really, a, it's a sword play, but it's uh, based on the uh, Celtic way of self-defense. And, and so they get together and they learn how to do this old style of, of sword play. And the only way to do that is by practicing each day or week as they do. They have to know how to how the, the weight of that sword, they have to know how it feels and how to strike and where to strike. There's different ways to uh, have the defense and offense to fight back. But if you don't know God's word, then you're not going to know your sword. You're not going to know how to fight back. You're not going to know that defense. You're not going to know that offense. You're not going to know how to use your weapon properly if you're not knowing it and studying it and understanding the things of the Bible. I understand things in there are tough, and some things are, are hard to understand. And I've told you before, you know, a good good source, if you've got a lot of Bible questions, is Bible.questions.org is the name of it. And uh, they got a lot of good information. I understand it is Baptist-based. There are some theological differences I, I don't always agree with. But for the most part, it does provide a good way to 
type in uh, and get some answers to some tough biblical questions. So again, that's gotquestions.org. Check it out. And uh, it's a good resource uh, to, uh, you know, it's nothing. Uh, takes you maybe five or ten minutes, depending on the article, to, um, to read, uh, depending on what you're, what you're looking at and asking about. So my friends, we are going to be tempted. And we'll be tempted every day while we're on this earth. One day, when we reach heaven, we'll, we'll reach that state of perfection. No more temptation, no more sadness, no more sorrow, no depression, no more anger. All that will be gone. No more tears. All that will be gone. We'll live in a state of perfection. But until then, we have a battle. And we're going to be tempted. And we've got to fight, just like Jesus did. We've got to fight against the things of the devil. Don't let the old devil twist the word of God to suit your needs. Don't justify your sins. Don't uh, compromise uh, to please the world. We have a mission. We have a job as Christians. We have to stand up. We have to push back. We have to fight back and say no more. I'm not going to give in to the old devil today. Today I live for Jesus. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. I want to thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to serve you well. Help us to fight back against temptation. Let us not give in to those things. And uh, even though it may seem pleasing at the moment, we know that it's hurting you. And Lord, let us please you and honor you in thought, word, and deed. And love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, and being. And Lord Jesus, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to lift up the family members of Mr. Roger Winters. Uh, Murph was a good man, Lord, and uh, I know that he will be missed. And please give comfort and peace to his family. Lord, I continue prayers for Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy. Lord, I pray for Ron Thompson. Uh, Lord, I pray for all the prayer requests and concerns uh, yesterday evening about those who are dealing with cancer and injuries. And Lord, that you will be done in those situations. And Lord, let's be with us today. Lead us, God, and protect us, and let us serve you well. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a uh, wonderful and uh, delightful day today. And I hope that uh, uh, things are, that you are blessed modeling and all that you say and do. And just remember, just live for the Lord. Give it to Him. Just take it day at a time. That's all we can do. So everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.